What's up? I'm Marshala. And I'm Giovanna. And today we recording our first podcast of the year, our podcast episode of the year yes. for Soul Sister Sessions. So, right. welcome to our channel. <laughs> we will be bringing more content to you guys. Yeah. And we're excited to get started on our topic. Yeah, so... Today, we are talking about um, kind of something sparked our interest watching a TikTok video. And basically, we love TikTok. Basically, the video was just saying how we are a heavily medicated society. And we just started talking about it more and realized that we really are. Like, that is yeah. our go to is medication. In the U.S. and so we wanted to dive deeper into that. Yeah, I ran across this TikTok and it really like made me, I guess, see things in a different perspective of how Westernized society, which is you know us here in America, how everything is really um, heavily medicated, even when it comes down to like our foods and how they inject so many like hormones. Like we don't really go with the natural. <laughs> approach to things I feel like everything is just like in you know injected with so many um like I would say it could be medications or hormones or you know what do they call them GMOs like all things that are not good for our systems and like our bodies weren't naturally designed to handle yeah and this you know impacts all arenas so like physical health mental health like our go-to is medication a lot of times like our doctors and um psychiatrists mental health workers um you know physicians in a you know in a hospital like yeah it's all about treating symptoms now and not the root and not the root of the call is it the root of the the root of the problem. Root of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you're never getting to the root of the problem, then that means... You're just making things worse. Right. Like, even I was reading this book called Becoming Supernatural, and Dr. Joe Dispenza talks a lot about... That's the person that wrote the book. He talks a lot about how all of these different medications can affect you not only like your mental but also your physical and even like one lady talked about how taking away all of the medications that she was taking because one medication was treating one symptom but it was causing other issues and then it turned into like a domino effect and I feel like that's how it happens to us in the U.S. like we completely have removed like holistic health we have like you know remove the smaller things that can really actually treat us and treat the cause of the problem versus like just throwing pharmaceuticals at everything throwing drugs basically y'all we all dumped up on drugs but not yeah. weed because I, I don't take any medication <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i think it's you know there's so many diseases out there that we're only treating the, you know, the symptoms. And I would say, especially like, let's say with the black community, you know, we have higher rates of high blood pressure and like diabetes. And heart disease. And heart disease. And high cholesterol. Mm -hmm. Like, and not just type, 
one because type one can have happen a little bit more naturally type one diabetes but type two diabetes which can really be caused by the foods that we eat yeah and of course like when you take in a count of like trauma being passed down and how that affects our genetics and stuff like that that is one thing but we do have full control over what goes into our bodies yeah it's like um the like nature versus nurture oh yeah like we we all are predisposed to certain things but some of those things will never get expressed if if uh we're living in a healthy way like yeah. those things that may be predisposing our genetics you know they can lay dormant if we are surrounding our environment and foods and everything with things that are healthy for us and it's gonna right. allow everything else to flourish right and i think it's really important for us to take autonomy over our own bodies like it should be no reason why we are allowing just because a doctor says something or just because the government says something or just because someone outside of us is telling us what we should be doing it is up to us to make informed decisions about what goes into our bodies because it's our bodies and i think a lot of people are really out of tune with their bodies and being able to like catch those things being able to know like this doesn't feel right to me so i actually this doesn't you know this is not good for my system so i need to back away from it like or this is really good my body had a really good reaction to this so i need to keep consuming this like i think we are like very far removed from being able to like have that intuition about our bodies yeah that's very true and i and you know we're used to people telling us like what we should do like we go to a doctor and we don't necessarily get different opinions from other doctors like we just take what they say as factual and we just do whatever they prescribe yeah you know and a lot of doctors they not they're not gonna tell you preventative measures they don't care (laughs) they're gonna they gonna see symptoms and then say oh yeah um i'm gonna prescribe you with this and you just take it and then you'll be fine right it's kind of like how when i think about doctors sometimes i really think about when you go to court for something for whatever reason and they assign you a lawyer to the case and because they have so many cases on their plate they're just like trying to just get you one and done like trying to move on they don't want to know about your background they don't want to know about ways to you know make the situation better because they're so overwhelmed with their own cases and I feel like that's how a lot of doctors are these days like don't get me wrong there are really good doctors that care about their patients and have a connection with their patients But there are a lot of doctors that don't give a hoots about, you know, the next person because they're so used to seeing people and they're just trying to get to the next person and get over with their day, you know. Um, And so that's why I do think it is really important, like Javonna said, like being able to not only see multiple people. Uh, multiple doctors but even finding one doctor that you can actually build a relationship with build a rapport with that actually cares about your well-being so y'all can have those real honest conversations yeah and i think certain like doctor offices allow that like some hospitals and clinics they are like understaffed like yeah the doctors underpaid they're in and out like yeah and so they may not have you know the time to really just sit down with you and like 
do you know tell you all the things that you can do to prevent certain things from happening right. so you know when you when you encounter that and you're like i don't want a doctor that's like that then just try to you know find another one that is more you know present with your um health care yeah because like when you really think about it because i'm even thinking about my family i remember my grandmother never went to the doctor I, like ever she really avoided the doctor she didn't wait she waited until things got really bad or like she couldn't handle it herself to go to the doctor and that makes sense because of the history that we've had as black people we haven't had good run-ins <laughs> with doctors or just people in the uh, medical field having our best interests at heart um but it also is a thing now of like we need to be seeing the doctors more often. We need to be able to find people that can we can create a relationship with, you know, and see often or do like yearly tech checkups or check in, you know, every six months or, you know, annual things. Like, it should be no reason why it's been six years and you haven't seen a medical professional in no capacity. Yeah, yeah and certain things, you know, sometimes things can get to the point to where it is too late like yeah because everything starts from a certain point when you 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 get signs in your body that things may be off but you like you like she said like you postpone it you put it off you're like oh that's not a big deal and that's the time where that's the perfect time to start intervening with things meaning that doesn't mean take medication right then that's when you can start changing your diet exercising or whatever you need to do um you know to kind of prevent it from getting even worse but a lot of times we mainly let things get way worse and by the end it's like too hard to reverse those effects yeah exactly it's like it's gotten too far down the line like and just think like because i'm even i'm even considering how things have become more common these days like certain types of um i guess diseases or issues like specifically like pcos i have seen like an influx of like pcos and i don't know if it's just awareness that's happening or if it is like more of black women because i i mean in regards to black women i've seen a lot of black women have pcos and so i don't know if that's just what we've been eating or what i don't really know what why it's such a higher number but i have seen that and i do think that a lot of issues can be resolved that does not include medication when it comes to pcos and a lot of other issues too like i do feel like once you let it get too far like she said there can be things that you can't necessarily reverse and you will need medication or you will need further treatment but I do think like some things can be like I guess preventative um in order just like changing things about your body like changing your foods um getting more exercise or even changing your feminine products I feel like that's a huge thing right right there because they put so much crap in the feminine products just think about all of those chemicals that's being you know inserted into our bodies that's disrupting the normal hormonal balance you know and so yeah yeah, I would say it's, it's uh, even before you even get to PCOS, just yeah. regular women's health and menstrual issues. Like, 
yeah. It's not, it's really not normal to have severe PMS symptoms. It's not. You shouldn't be feeling like you're fighting for your life. <laughs> and that used to be me. I used to be fighting for my life. Like, it, but that's what we're taught that that's normal. Right. Like you, you just take some pain pills and lay down and put a hot pad or whatever on your right. stomach. But that's really, it's not natural. Like, so as far as like what she was talking about, like, organic menstrual products like i saw for myself when i started using organic menstrual products my um cycle length cut down like a day and a half right that's huge yes and it's and it was it was like you know lighter right same the flow was not flowing like it was before and that's what we like (laughs) and that's what you have to pay attention to and like just you know do that research you know yeah. organic products actually do they have a benefit like yeah the, the reason why they're more expensive is because they are healthier options exactly and that's what i learned like i will no longer be like cutting being cheap about my health anything that's pertaining to my health and what's going inside of my body that's gonna make me feel better from the inside out yeah. i will not be like cheap with it i'm gonna be bougie with it yeah. yes it's it's priceless uh, right to to just health live, is well right to want to live longer and more healthier you and, know right a fulfilling life yeah. because you can live long but then be suffering, be suffering. yeah and you know, it it pays to like really invest in your future by right. taking care of yourself now. Exactly. Um, and you know, back to like the menstrual issue, like a lot of doctors they prescribe like just oh get on birth control. They throw like, that at you. Yeah, like that's for some reason it's so quick for them to like throw that at you. And birth control, you know, everybody has different opinions on it. Right. You know. Personally, I've had it um, for a little bit, but then I I got off of it because, I don't know, I felt like there was no need to have these extra hormones in my body that weren't nat- like naturally producing for myself. Um, and I will say, um, I did go to the doctor some years ago, like maybe three, four years ago, and at that time I was having irregular um, menstrual periods, and the doctor prescribed birth control, said I need to get on birth control because I probably have PCOS, even though I didn't really have any other, any of the symptoms of PCOS, just the um, irregular cycles, but the doctor didn't ask me was I like going through stressful time during that time like and I really was and I think that was a a major cause because during that time period I was in grad school my first semester I believe and that can change our cycles stress stress can change so many things y'all like stress can change can mess up your sleep it can mess up like your cycle specifically like you can shorten it or lengthen it or delay it like a lot of people have late cycles i mean late periods because of stress like it's so many things that stress can do stress can like prevent you from uh losing weight um like so many things so yeah and I think I if a doc the doctor would have been like, 
well maybe how about we find ways to like reduce your stress first right. you know just to see because when I um, once I got off of the birth control and I was in a much better place in my life I was not stressed out I was chill my periods were all regular like coming at the same time each month didn't have any issues with that and so I knew for myself like I don't I didn't need to be on birth control to have regular you know cycles it's just I needed to change something within my life um to get to that that point but it's good that you were able to like have that awareness and make that recognition and also be tuned into yourself to be able to like come up with those conclusions because I know that it can be very difficult for people that don't normally do that to even switch over into that realm of like okay actually this is not good for me so let me try a different approach you know especially when it is like when you do believe in medication um or you like believe like this is actually you know gonna help me versus like me trying to take things into my own hands like I think the problem is a lot of people don't even know where to start and I think it is a lack of education when it comes to like what is holistic health like even how like herbs and you know certain spices can really like benefit our bodies like a lot of us don't even know about that world you know and so sometimes it is easier to just take the medication that's given to us even though it can cause so many other side effects and so it's like this medication you know they tell us all you know how the commercials go like they be like this medication has xyz side effects and you know we (laughs) just people dancing in the background right People just skip past on all oh, that because everybody is like, that's not gonna happen to me, you know. Like, I'm not gonna be the one with these side effects, it's gonna help all the other things that's happening to me better, you know. Until you could be that one where you have all of these other side effects, and so now you're on multiple medications to treat one thing, yeah. you know. So, yeah, and again it's not to say that medication is just just bad i mean right. it, it, it definitely serves, serves a, purpose. a purpose and for certain situations that is what's needed you know right. um but we're more so referring to taking your health you know seriously originally before it even gets to a place to where you may need a lot of like medical attention like just preventative measures there's so many things that we can prevent um uh, and just like doing like small things like trying to incorporate more vegetables into your diet or you know drinking more water like water helps with so many things like it cleanses out our system but it also helps with blood circulation and that is like why we have like high blood pressure or high cholesterol or even like you know, it, it can yeah. get as far as like heart disease is because of the lack of blood circulation in order for our organs to get the properties and things that it needs. And so water does help. Like that can be like a small step that you can take, you know? Yeah. And um, I know both of us were talking today, you know, yeah. eating, eating healthy really does help with PMS do, symptoms. Y'all. Like it, like I barely have PMS symptoms, and I notice I know it's food doing this because when I start eating, 
you know, horribly or eating like trash food. It'd be like, that my PMS system start trying to like pop back up. Right. If I actually like, I'm consistent with eating healthy, then I don't have PMS symptoms. I don't feel bad on my period. It just feels like. Right. Nothing. nothing. Yeah. Cause like, even from my own experience, like I would say, I'm doing a Daniel fast right now, and I don't know if y'all know what that is, but it's basically just, like, eating fruits, vegetables, whole grains, like, whole foods, and I took out, like, all of, like, dairy, caffeine, alcohol, like, all of those things, sugars, all of those things, and so um, I noticed, like, a really big change in my period just be by just eating like super clean and even like before like because I started this journey on how to like um you know have better symptoms during my period or have no symptoms at all like I would say about a year ago that's when I really started taking it more serious like I switched to organic products I started drinking like ginger and turmeric um and then I also started um like I did a clothing cleanse and that actually really helped as well and so I feel like because I used to have like debilitating cramps like I'm talking about like can't move can't can't think straight like that type of thing I used to have cramps and headaches and bloating and uh, nausea and like I was pregnant (laughs) you know and so um, I really wanted to find a way to like transform that because I, when I started realizing that, oh, this is something that I do actually have control over and it's not how it's supposed to be, that's when I started like changing stuff. And it really did make a huge difference. Like, I don't even have symptoms no more, y'all. Yeah. It is possible. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I think what's needed is just more education. Yeah. And a lot of it, I would say specifically for um, black, the black community regarding like health products and or just different ways of healing yourself yeah. and not always being like medication as the go to like, right. you know, you know, what is a little thing in your life that you can change that can help? I noticed that like with intermittent fasting which is really easy to do like don't eat after eight and i don't eat before 12 so like intermittent fasting has a lot of health benefits and for me i noticed it helped a lot with digestion like i didn't i didn't wake up feeling like heavy or like (laughs) sluggish yes because my body has had time to like digest the, the toxins in my body or like get rid of that and then it has time to like produce what it needs to produce while I'm sleeping right so yeah I definitely agree because like I started incorporating intermittent fasting too and I noticed a huge difference as well it's like honestly giving your time your body time to rest because when you think about it our bodies are kind of like computer systems and you know even though I don't be shutting my computer off when I'm supposed to but (laughs) that's the same way we should be doing our bodies is giving it time to rest and focus on the things because even when we're sleeping that is time for our bodies to repair and if it's sitting up here trying to digest food it's like it, it don't have time to repair the things it needs to within our system. And so, you know, giving your time body to do what it's actually supposed to do at the times it's supposed to do it, it can really, like, change so many things. So, yeah. 
And with that being said, uh, we do want to uh, go into our Soul, Soul Talk <laughs> segment where we will just share a little bit about our experiences where we're going to talk soul to soul. Yes, yes. This is our time to be transparent, not only with each other, but with you guys. So, like, sharing and being vulnerable because, you know, there's courage and vulnerability. So, so, do you have an experience that you want to share with the people? journey to where I I am now like growing up in a like home in a black family where you know soul food is like the thing and you know that's the go-to even the vegetables ain't really vegetables right they ain't really healthy it's yeah it's soul food vegetables (laughs) it's only good for your soul that's it not your body exactly (laughs) like when you learn that this is the norm you this is what you start to crave your body becomes addicted to the foods that you constantly are eating yes so if you're constantly eating soul food and stuff like that then you you are activating that predisposition to stuff like high blood pressure and um, diabetes and things like that i don't think i started really just learning to choose differently from myself till i got to college where I still wasn't eating right, but I started to see how, as I was getting older, food was impacting my body differently, and it was like, because that, the, yeah, <laughs> not even, the, the freshman 15 wasn't freshman 15, it was, it was some, yeah, but anyways, that wasn't the issue, I think it was how I was feeling, and I just, I don't know, I just had this feeling of, I want to be more healthy, like, I do want to, I see people in my family who have health issues, and I want to do my part now, so, um, to help not get to that point, and so, that's when I started, like, trying out things here and there it's not gonna be like easy to just really make a lifestyle change yeah. like it'll take years and years of you know trying things out they don't work trying right. other things um but i will say you know do what makes your body feel good don't let your people or your family pressure you into like losing weight or gaining weight because they don't know your body they're going based of off of their own experiences right. and their own um opinions and at the end of the day only you know how you feel on the inside right. so you know don't i would say don't try to just copy people that you see on youtube um doing certain things like these crazy these crazy like um diets like where you are now like just starving yourself to um get to a certain point in your life or what the the goal that you want like do things in a healthy manner like um fast in a healthy way if you're going to do a diet do a diet in a healthy way know that have nutrients being added into your body um and just do your research and um at the end of the day this is your life so you know your choices are what matter other than you know more than other people's 
um, opinions. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I also believe, like, a lot of times people believe, like, if you're in a smaller body, then you are healthy. And if you're in a bigger body, then you are unhealthy. And I do want to say, like, or make a disclaimer that that is not the case. Like, um, just because you are in a smaller body, body that does not mean that you're healthy on the inside and vice versa. Just because someone is in a bigger body, that doesn't mean that they are unhealthy per se either. Because there are a lot of healthy uh, people that are in a bigger body and you know so I will say like I know like society sets it up of like if you don't fall into this certain specific category um then you are unhealthy and that's just not you know that is not the case and that I would say that has been a part of my journey that's something I've learned over the years and realizing that everybody's journey looks different like Giovanna was saying and I also will say that health looks different on everyone as well like um and I think that is something that we're starting to come around to when like holistic health comes into the conversation um and like looking at all different aspects of the person's life that plays a part but um I will say that it's something we still have a like a long way to come into you know yeah. um, I will say from my personal experience like my soul talk uh, my story is like I feel like what made me started to shift into holistic health like looking at all dynamics um, is my in college as well like so like I grew up <laughs> on soul food as well I grew up putting sugar on everything I grew up you know putting yes eating vegetables but like not clean vegetables like kind of the same thing and um I always have like I guess struggle in my weight that's always been like a topic of conversation but I never took into account all of the other factors that play a part into that and so I would say in college is when things started to shift because I realized how my mental health was connected to my physical health and how my environment played a part into all like both of those realms and so that is when I started like really like taking my health a little bit more serious on like what I input into my body and it's still like a journey for me finding things that works for me or listening to like what my body responds better to or what I actually like because you know your body can respond well to something but you don't want to feel like you forcing it you know what I'm saying you don't want to feel miserable eating it you know so I definitely would say like because I like went through like anxiety and depression and I realized how food impacted you know my mental health and like I was like okay now I see the correlation and even like when I did like a colon cleanse and like a gut cleanse I realized that like parasites and stuff can be in your gut that it can affect your entire mood and can cause mental issues or can um like make you feel very sad or depressed or unmotivated and all of that is connected to what we put into our bodies and so I would say that is like my journey and that's been my journey and it's like actually been really like going really well because I've been introducing like new foods into my diet that I never grew up on like I never knew what chickpeas was growing up or lentils <laughs> what is that like none of that existed in my household like you know I never even ate avocados growing up like 
I didn't start eating avocados until I got to college. Yes. <laughs> so I definitely say like me doing my own research on what I like and what works well for me and my body and like throwing away like those bad habits that I was like that was like in my environment how I was raised which was good you know like the food was good like I still know how to cook some good old soul food but do I need to be eating that every day no <laughs> hell no <laughs> So, um, I definitely would say, like, that has been the beautiful part about it. Like, just finding things that work for me and realizing, like, how food can really make you feel good. Or it can make you feel Feel really shitty. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so. Like, yeah. And I think, I think it's great that we were both, like, able to come to this understanding that of food and other things of how it affects our body our mental health and really like get on that journey of figuring out what works individually like for us and we're and we're still learning like yeah i don't i still have moments where you know the food i you know look (laughs) right i like and like even how alcohol, you know, yeah. like I like to have my little drinks. Yeah, everything you know, so. we put in our body is not the healthiest things. It's not, and it's not gonna always be that way. Yeah. Like we're human. Like you know, we gonna want to eat sweets. It's all. It's really about finding healthy alternatives. And even when you do want to just pig out on some sweets or you know, yeah. you know, a big old meal of soul food or whatever, that's your business. Right. <laughs> you know, give yourself some grace yeah, and compassion. I, Honestly, I don't because I also think there was there's a dangerous culture of like pushing like being vegan and because Ooh, yeah. <laughs> some something everything, every diet, every um lifestyle, it, lifestyle is not sustainable for everybody. Some people like... can do that, other people cannot do that because everybody's body is different and needs different things and nutrients. So Right. I can definitely speak to that because even like I've done keto before, everybody. Keto has been blasted everywhere to, to the point where even my nieces and nephews know what keto <laughs> is. <laughs> like, but I've done it before and I realized like yes that my body responded well and I was able to like drop weight really fast but it didn't benefit my body in a healthy way just because of the food like you could do clean keto like you could incorporate vegetables and stuff like that but the amount of fats still has an effect on your body like even if it's healthy fats it still can affect your body in a negative way or even the amount of dairy um that's that you intake or even just the the less amount of carbs that you have you know like all of those things played a part on how it affected my body or it made me feel and so like yes keto can work well for people long term or it can just be a kickstart for some people or some people can't do it at all but like Javonna said like it is really about finding what works for you because it's not going to always have a good effect a positive effect just because it worked well for the next person yeah yeah because there's there's plenty of like healthy people that are that live a long full healthy life and they weren't like they weren't on these super severe diets like i think everything is just about doing things in moderation yeah. making sure you're receiving the nutrients that your body needs and it's about balance yeah. and like even on the topic of health i do believe because 
if we really getting down to the soul talk, the nitty gritty, I feel like I am an emotional eater. One, I love food. I love food. And I'm a tourist. Like, come on now. Like, <laughs> I love food. And so I do feel like food has always been a thing that's connected to, like, how I feel in that moment. And so I do feel like pinpointing, like, if you are an emotional eater or if you do feel like you turn to food for certain things that can really help you you know make better decisions when it comes to health or just have that awareness on like okay this is something that I struggle with or this is something that I know like if I get stressed out I'm gonna want to eat something bad you know what I'm saying so like bringing that awareness can help you navigate those spaces a little bit better so you don't find yourself like binge eating or you don't find yourself like overindulging like multiple times throughout the week you know or just letting yourself have it like that one day or multiple like that one weekend versus like you eating bad every day just because you stressed out or whatever yeah. you know so yeah because your your body can handle like things here and there like it's it's it knows what to do you know in certain moments but when it's overloaded with things that are just kind of deteriorating your health that's when stuff can you know start to show up and become a so and affect your mood yeah and affect your mood so you know it's just important to check in with yourself and really monitor like what is you feel like is off about yourself and then figuring out ways that can help you reach your goal in that area yeah um and yeah i you know we could talk about holistic health all (laughs) All day day. and I, i feel like we should do um an episode Specifically, just on holistic health, like mind, body, spirit type deal. Right. Um, But yeah, today we just wanted to kind of just talk about how medication is not always the answer or, you know, to always just be um, curious. Don't, you know, when someone tells you, oh, you need to take this medication, get a second opinion. Right. And then just take things with a grain of salt, you know, like... Because everything, it is a lot of stuff coming at you at all times, especially like if you are on social media and you might watch the news and you listening to your doctor and you got your family, your friends. So you're in taking all of this information, but it is important to take time to process it and see what will be beneficial for you. Yeah, I agree. But, um, yeah. That's all, folks. (laughs) We appreciate y'all tuning in. We'll see y'all next episode. Bye.